We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest in Kansas City soccer coverage from KCSN. Featuring No Other Pod with Jimmy Mack and Daniel Kuser. Currently with Daniel Kuser and Chris Wright. And Soccer Talks with Ali Trost-Martin. KC Sports Network is your new go-to for Kansas City soccer coverage. Make sure to hit that follow button so you don't miss anything. And now, let's get to it. What's going on, everybody, what's up, what's up? and welcome back to another episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, as always, with my good buddy Dan. He's got his uh, an, an, yet another jersey on this week. Jersey. In, jersey pod. Yeah, you've been going through your uh, your collection the last couple weeks. Yeah, it's fun. You know, when you're on video, spice up your life a little bit. <laughs> you know, why not? There you go. So, uh, man, what? how's your New Year going? Happy New Year to you and all that jazz. Oh, it was good. We were gone out in uh, Herman, Missouri in a cabin, yes. just uh, living life off the grid for a little bit. What do so, people do in Herman besides go to like wineries and A farms? lot of people drink sweet wine and I hate sweet wine, but okay. there's a couple of a uh, couple of distilleries out there and I, I am a bourbon man myself. Oh, okay. So, ate some Isn't food. there a, what's the college out there? Isn't there a college? Oh, I have it, no idea. Uh, it's not i don't know i've been to herman i was probably building a fence on a farm <laughs> i don't, a joke. I don't know sure. we did a little hiking ate some food sat in a hot tub just lived in a cabin for a week shot some so guns no guns I feel like people shoot so, guns out in Herman. heard like know. seven fireworks because there's not a lot of people out there so do you make no. are you do you make it till midnight or are you like full-grown adult now <laughs> we barely made it till midnight barely we, we, we had a conscious discussion of like we're both really tired. Like, should we just go mm. to sleep? And at that point it was like 11 and we're like, we can stay up until midnight. It's fine. <laughs> so how about you? I, I did. I don't try, you know, I think I was asleep by 11 or so. Yeah. But, uh, then I get a text from my father at midnight. I'm like, what the hell are you doing away? How is my father <laughs> partying until midnight? And I'm like, living it work up. Out tomorrow. <laughs> He's living it up, man. Oh man. It was, uh, yeah, just dude, dude's a little wild. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited for the new year, man. MLS is right around the corner and uh, things are heating up. Yeah. And it's not like there's any major sport in Kansas City stories to talk about this week. Nothing really um, happened. No, not really. I don't <laughs> just in this thing right now. If you want to follow us online. Yeah. No, we're uh, we're 
since we have recorded last, there was uh, an insane story that I'm sure you all have seen Shit. that when the first time I saw it, I had to refresh uh, both Taylor Twelman and Tom Bogert's profiles like seven times to make sure I wasn't getting catfished by a fake profile uh, <laughs> talking about Cristiano Ronaldo potentially coming to Sporting yeah. KC. Even now, saying it out loud, I'm like, what am I talking about? This can't be a real thing. We'll break that whole thing down. And Dude, uh... we got questions. We got people sending in hypotheticals. I got people texting me. So I've taken some screenshots to share on the on the pod here today. Okay. And it's uh we got some things to talk about. We're gonna have a little fun because it's uh it's it's I don't know what MLS is even anymore. I don't know what it is. The expectations it's, are now through the roof. It's well, and we're gonna talk about that because that might be honestly one of the, the byproducts of this whole Ronaldo saga that I'm not necessarily necessarily sure is good, so we'll see. True, but we'll talk about that. Sure. Uh, I do think before we get into talking about Ronaldo, talking about blackmail and U.S. soccer, I don't know what's going on there, but we'll talk about that too. It's <laughs> it's wild. Um, we did get a new review. Yes, and it's been a hot second since we got a review. So I want Man. you to go ahead and read the review for the people. First of all, the title of the review is "It's Good Show." <laughs> it's good show, to and I'm like. I love it. It's very good. Uh, uh, it's from Big Time Bong Ripper. Of course. So now I've got now I've got Big Time Bong Ripper, and I got it's good show. I can only assume it's like Russian bot farm, but we'll take it. <laughs> Five stars. I've been listening to no other pod since the fateful 2019 season, but have refused to write a review for no reason other than my own lassitude. What's that mean? I think they're trying to say they're lazy. Gotcha. Lassitude. I assume. Okay. I might I might have to Google it. Uh, anyways, I always look forward to listening to these two fellow SKC fans and their perspectives. I just took a massive bong rip. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Not only is there, this is my first time reading it, so I'm, blowing, <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Not, not only is their regular show great, they get really special guests. And to be honest, do a great job at interviewing. If you love SKC, listen to no other pod. Put that on a, on a t-shirt. That's awesome. Put it on well, a t-shirt, uh... Big time bong river might have a bigger brain than either of us because I googled lassitude and it says a state of physical or mental weariness and a lack of energy. Probably because of all the big time bong rips. Because of the bong rips, dude. Are we? <laughs> oh my god, are we green friendly? Is this a, is this absolutely. show? Uh, absolutely. Why, Why wouldn't you? I feel that uh, I. <laughs> That was my first time reading it. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very pleased right now. I'm absolutely overjoyed. <laughs> I told Dan ahead of recording. I was like, "Hey, we got an, a, a new review," and he's like, "Well, I'm, I'm not going to read it until I read it live while we're recording because I want my reaction to be authentic. It's more fun." So, there you go. Thank you, big time bong ripper. If Classic. you have uh, not left a review due to your own lassitude, uh, you can do so on Apple Podcasts. Here's uh, Jimmy's word of the day calendar here. Five star. <laughs> rating a review or you can go on spotify leave us that rating there as well we appreciate it so there you uh, go. thank you <laughs> lassitude there you go but um what's uh what where where do you want to go what do you want to do let's okay i let's let's start here i guess um so it first came out from taylor twelman on twitter and, and it was kind of a, a weird thing because i was like I don't know. This doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, he goes, multiple MLS teams inquired about Ronaldo and his future, but one team was already at the table, Sporting KC. Oh Their offer God. was so compelling that Ronaldo's team had multiple meetings with SKC before taking the Saudi deal. The package, wages slash commercial, was said to be very close. And so 
I wow. see that, and that's 6.49 p.m. Central Time on December 30th. And I'm like, I think I even sent it to you. And You're I was like, like, Taylor's been hacked. <laughs> I, I was like, this can't be true. Like, is Taylor lying? I don't understand what's going on. He would never lie, but this, I mean, well, there's something going on. I mean, I was being, you know, intentionally hyperbolic, but I was like, this this doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like sporting Kansas city interested and close to signing Cristiano Ronaldo is, I mean, I'm like, this isn't FIFA. And even in FIFA, the game's probably like, now nah, you don't have the budget for this. Like you can't do this. <laughs> this isn't a real thing. And it's then not real. And then when I was like, Holy shit, it is real is when Mr. Tom Bogert, who is a very legitimate MLS journalist, he covers the league. He writes uh, for MLS soccer.com, et cetera. Yep. He goes, sources can confirm Sporting KC were the MLS team that came closest to signing Cristiano Ronaldo. Talks ongoing for weeks. It was a real possibility. The package was very good. Plans were being made to make it happen. Here's my favorite line. SKC had his discovery rights, i.e. the path to sign him. Of course, which is weird. But so. listen, this is on a multitude of levels here. This is weird, dude. Mm-hmm. And like, just to, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Ronaldo fan of his mm-hmm. game. I, I mm-hmm. like the documentary Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. I have that on DVD. It's very good. Okay. Um, is he a prick? Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit of a prick. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he a sexual abuser? We'll never know. We don't know. But uh, there were allegations out there in the U.S. and that uh, that was something. So I think that uh, I don't know. Doesn't matter. All that said and done, bad person or not, he's a big-time name. A big-time name that Kansas City does, has no business being in the co- <laughs> same conversation with. It's such a weird story that, like, I still... I mean, it's been almost a week to digest this. Yeah. And I'm still sitting here almost in disbelief that we're talking about on our podcast that Sporting Kansas City almost reportedly signed Cristiano Ronaldo. Now... Flyover country, sporting Kansas City, flyover. There's all Quotes. sorts of aspects we can we can tackle this from. There's there's a few angles that I want to talk about here. Um, let me start off by saying this might be – I don't think this is a hot take. This might be a little bit of a hot take. I actually think the way this transpired, the way this report came out, the way this transpired, but Cristiano Ronaldo ultimately not signing with sporting Kansas City, best case scenario. Sure. This is best case scenario for exactly how this could have transpired for Sporting Kansas City. Now, some of you out there might be saying, what do you mean this is best case scenario? Wouldn't you want Cristiano Ronaldo, who would probably bag 30 goals a season in MLS on your team? Uh, First off, I wouldn't want Johnny Russell to have to give up number seven. So that's a problem. But but, I mean, you're you're a Manchester United fan. Sure. What, What has happened over the past season and change? at Manchester United with Cristiano Ronaldo there. He's yeah, not I, known for being the best teammate. Exactly. I, I don't know much more than everyone else knows just hearing everything, but it's like, I mean, wasn't he like walking out, walking out of the, walking off the field before the game was even over. Right. Uh, you Refusing know, just, to get subbed in. Yeah. And, and then he just came off the world cup who, who he was benched for a few times and then came on as a sub. Well, and even before the World Cup, that's when he went on Piers Morgan's show in the UK and basically went scorched earth on the club. And, he's not a and, great person, right, Piers Morgan? No. Okay. No, he, he's also a trash that. person. You okay. Know. Uh, trash, but, trash knows trash. 
Right, exactly. But so Manchester United basically had to come out and be like, okay, you know what? We've mutually terminated this contract. And, and you know, Ronaldo's probably one of those guys where he's worth too much money to actually sell somewhere, even though he's 37. Like, the, it's just, it gets to a point where it's too much. Yeah. But to just be like, you know what? Don't even finish your contract here. Just get the hell out of here. You have to push somebody pretty far to, it's to make that happen. You got to be a little bit of a bad teammate, bad friend, bad, bad employee, bad businessman, you know? And right. To pick Saudi Arabia, it's not the most televised league in the world. Uh, you're not going to go find his games like on TV very easily. No. It's like the Turkish Super League and stuff, you know? Saudi Arabia, however, is very wealthy. Mm-hmm. They will pay him massive amounts of money. $200 and he million. Will, dollars. He will be their soccer god. He will be their soccer Jesus for however long he's there. And uh, they'll worship him. They already are. He's well, down there and- right now that's apparently part of his deal is like, I think if I understood it correctly, it was something like a two year deal to play. And then like being an ambassador for the country in terms of growing the game and trying to get the world cup there and such. But when WWE does their next show in Saudi Arabia, he'll probably show up uh, and and have a match. (laughs) I'm sure he'll be there, but this is what's so wild. So Sam McDowell of the Kansas city star wrote a very long and detailed article that you should read. We're not going to go through every aspect of this, but it we'll, we'll, talk, we'll, we'll touch on some points of this. Take a bong rip and <laughs> and read it. It's worth it. So one of the one of the most insane parts of this is that his his deal is report with Saudi Arabia is reportedly about seventy five million dollars a year. Oh, just that it? Just casually. Um, no big. And apparently, Sporting Kansas City's package they were putting together combining salary and then commercial and marketing packages was competitive and comparable to that neighborhood. Now it also would have apparently made him the most expensive player into or highest paid player, I should say uh, in the league, which currently is Lorenzo Insigne from Toronto FC. So we would have made more than $14 million, which I believe is right about around sporting Kansas city's entire roster salary right yeah. now our highest paid players like 2.2 million dollars um so they would have stepped up 14 plus million dollars in salary plus all the marketing and everything i mean we've talked about on this podcast that even just getting alan Polito for 10 million and a transfer fee was a huge step up sure could you ever in your right mind imagine sporting kansas city somehow coming up with a plan to pay arguably the world's most well-known soccer athlete, $75 million per year. Here's where my mind went immediately. I was like, I am one half of a fairly successful Sporting Kansas City podcast. We have interviewed (laughs) big-time players such as Graham Zussi, Johnny Russell, Daniel Shallowy on this show. Sassanovic, Jacob Peterson. Like, we talked to these people. Mm Mm-hmm. We does that mean we could have been in that in that conversation to have Cristiano Ronaldo on our amazing podcast? I mean, Im- imagine us at media. Well, so he this is this is a whole other aspect, not just on the field stuff, the circus that Kansas City as a city and sporting KC games would have become at Children's Mercy Park with a star like Cristiano Ronaldo. Suddenly, national media is at every yes. single home game. And I'm suddenly getting... everyone's a fan. Everyone's buying their season tickets that they decided not to renew. 
they're gonna I'm sure they'd have to move a number of games to Arrowhead because if they can Shit. sell 30, 40, 50,000 tickets to see Cristiano Ronaldo instead of 18,900 and change at Children's Mercy that. Park. I mean, these are all, this is what's so crazy. So they called it, according to Sam McDowell's article, Project Triple Bank Shot, which love it. It's, you know, basketball reference, a triple bank shot, you know, something that just bounced off three times before going in. And it's something I guess they coined years ago before Neil Patterson died, uh, the owner. And so basically, it was Cliff Illig, uh, um, well, excuse me, was it uh, Mike Illig um, presented the offer and said, hey, this is a triple bank shot idea. And he basically said, you know, in October. Um, Are you, you say it was basketball, by the way? A bank shot and basketball? Is it not triple bank, though? Isn't that like a billiards term? Oh, maybe it, I don't know. I don't watch oh, okay. pool or billiards. You're probably well, you don't right. watch basketball either. How many times I mean, is something bank? Once. Well, I mean, bank off the. That's a good question. I don't know. You I didn't bank think off about the Raptors. That's out of bounds. Sure. I could bounce off the the backboard and then off the rim and then off the backboard again and then in. <laughs> I think it's a. I think it's a pool thing. I, I think, think it's you're billiards. Right. You're Sorry, right. I just I can't let this podcast go on and have everyone be. Like, I appreciate Jimmy's it. so stupid. Jimmy's not right. stupid. You guys, well, I assure you. Depends. I didn't know what lassitude meant. <laughs> Me neither. I don't know. You said hyperbolic. I'm like, I know what that means, but I couldn't define it. <laughs> You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Entertain, educate, inform. KC Sports Network. So Illig presented this, and they were basically like, hey, Ronaldo, he and Manchester United, not getting along. So why don't we try this? And then... Which is laughable, right? Everyone in the conference room is like, oh, well, why not? Make them tell you no. Right. And there's a quote from Peter in here, and he says, I tend to think of myself as a pretty optimistic person, and I don't focus on the can'ts and the negative aspects. But this was one of those deals where off the top of my head, I thought he's a player that if he's coming to MLS, it would be Miami or LA, which I think that's what everybody thought, right? Especially now that Miami's not getting messy. They're like, well, maybe they turn to Ronaldo. Well, and not only that, Peter also said, uh, you know, the pitch was, why not come here and be like, a Mahomes of soccer, not to mm-hmm. mention Mahomes as part of the the ownership group and everything like that. And 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 
one thing that caught my eye was that Ronaldo could walk around the city and go to dinner anonymously. Yeah. I call bullshit and I, I... also call bullshit <laughs> because Ronaldo doesn't want to be anonymous. He wants the money, dude. He's flashy with the flashy cars. You think he's going to roll up in a Ford Focus to go out to dinner? Like he's going to roll up in some Lamborghini. He's not going to fly under the radar. So, yeah, there's a couple aspects about this that I think is interesting. I totally agree with you. It's, I mean, it might be that like in Kansas City, somebody of him, of his stature, isn't getting constantly accosted maybe the way they would sure. be in LA or Miami. But there is not a chance in hell he doesn't go out where every single time multiple people aren't like, oh, that's Cristiano Ronaldo. Can I have a picture? Yeah. Like it's happened. I'm sure, I don't know. I've never seen Patrick Mahomes out and about. I'm sure when Patrick Mahomes goes out and about in Kansas City, fans are very respectful of him, but every single person knows it's Patrick Mahomes. Pretty like, sure. that you're, you're not under the radar anywhere. Plus, paparazzi would come in from LA, from Miami, from New York or whatnot if Cristiano Ronaldo was here. I want to know where in Kansas City he was going to live. I mean, is he out there going to, you know, Johnny's Tavern on Friday nights in, in Power and Light? Like, what what is what is going on here? No, dude, but, he's definitely going to live, like, in the Mahomes neighborhood, you know, where all the sports where the athletes are are living uh this this is an insane thing to even i'm mad a little bit i'm mad because it's the the fact that it could have happened is like what like but now i'm just like oh but it didn't so what does that mean now but then you hear that we're actually in the talks for potentially other big names that are interested in coming here well and that's what's crazy so they apparently said hey we're just gonna go for this they had a meeting uh, with Cristiano Ronaldo's, what some of his team, um, and, and apparently uh, the f- quote first objective was not to get laughed off the call, so <laughs> that's always a good thing. Um, Can you imagine? <laughs> click, like you said, they presented the city, the league, etc., um, and then at the end of the call. Whoever they were talking, we still know who they were talking with. Some one of his representatives, he probably has an army of representatives, agents, lawyers, marketing managers, etc. Told them, "quote If he decides to come to the states, you're everything that fits the mold for him." And then, because of our podcast. second meeting and a third meeting, they're going back and forth via message, etc. Um, the only thing that didn't happen, and this is if there's ever a little bit of doubt in my mind, this is where it comes from. The only thing that never happened is they never talked to Cristiano Ronaldo directly. Yeah. So that's weird. That makes me wonder was sporting. And again, even this is a weird statement was sporting Kansas city used as a leverage play to get more money from Saudi Arabia, which is a statement that's never been uttered in the history of the world. Hey, good point. Good point. Uh, I do think something uh, a little hypothetical here. Our buddy chip Colmia hit me Mm -hmm. up that day and he said if cristiano ronaldo got signed which player do you think would be the most pissed about it and why it's Um, either polito or johnny right because shallow is going to be gushing too hard over his hero (laughs) true he hasn't been silent he's not quiet that ronaldo's his hero i mean if ronaldo comes ronaldo's the striker i have to believe yes so i mean if Ronaldo comes, it's possible that they use their one-time buyout of Alan Polito because maybe they're like, okay, now we can't. Ronaldo, I got a, a FIFA. I mean, maybe you don't need Polito. I don't know. That's a total speculation. Um, yeah. 
but so you think Polito's mad or do you think Johnny's mad because he's not getting as many service as much uh he's not getting passed to as much he, and he doesn't get to keep number seven yeah, yeah but, <laughs> I mean it's probably Polito but um what I also don't understand is we know Peter Vermees personality somewhat well can you imagine Peter Vermees and his hard-ass personality and how much he makes strikers run back on the... I mean, Marinos Johnny's reportedly got on Peter Vermees bad set because he wasn't getting back and working hard enough on defense. How is Cristiano it... Ronaldo's going to bust his ass back to, to stop Will Bruin from an attack? No. <laughs> Will Bruin. <laughs> Goddamn, that's what you had to say? Yes, Ronaldo versus Will Bruin. No, but I think... How did Peter even entertain this idea? Like, Peter's that guy who wants the player over what the player can do for him. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, knowing what you pretty much publicly know about Ronaldo and his personality and how, who he is, why why did Peter want that? I mean, maybe it was above him, though. Maybe the club as a whole was like, eh, we're going to try. I mean, so... Mike Gillick presented it. Peter said, okay, we're going to try it. And then I think Peter didn't think it would go anywhere. And then as it started getting legs, I guess Peter's like, well, we got to do our due diligence now. And they reached out to Patrick Mahomes. And he was like, what do you need from me to close this deal? Right. So Patrick coming in hot, dude. He's like, I have a game this weekend, but what, what can (laughs) I do? You need me to get on the horn to my buddy, Chris, Cristiano Ronaldo. I mean, and, and it could have been a perfect, this is why people ask about, and Sam even asked this in the article, what does this mean for SKC in the future? And oh, this is shit. where I, there's two sides to this. Um, I think there's a lot of people that are very optimistic. And as you alluded to, Sam even says in his article, uh, there's an interesting unintended consequence of the Ronaldo pursuit. One source told the star that sporting has already been contacted by another European star who expressed interest in such a move. The interest is mutual. Name names. Who are we talking about? Well, we don't know. I mean, there's, Name there's all sorts of uh, speculation out there. What's your speculation? Um, Killing Mbappe. Well, shut no. up. <laughs> You're wrong. It's not Killing Mbappe. I can almost guarantee it. Um, I mean, there were reports earlier today that Olivier Giroud is apparently talking to multiple MLS clubs. Stop. He's, that he's handsome an, gentleman. He's an Stop. older man, but uh, he, he, you know, he might have a couple good years left in MLS. Yeah. Get him and Zussi on here talking beard tips. It'd be a hell of a time. Oh my <laughs> and God. Sporting Kansas City has been interested in a goal scorer, so Olivier Giroud would, would fit that mold. Again, total speculation. Um, the other speculation has been Antoine Griezmann. He's Stop. a winger. He's an attacker. He's, again, uh, starting to get a little bit on the older side. Okay. He's a known Kansas City fan. He has a what? Patrick Mahomes jersey that he tweeted out a picture of himself wearing Back in February 2020, he's got a Mahomes Chiefs flag framed on his wall. He's got the connection to Patrick Mahomes. So that's the one. You think that's the one. Can you do? Are we trying to splash? Are we trying to splash? Everyone's like, sporting's been real quiet this offseason, but they'll probably make their way back into the playoffs. Uh, the story's going to change. Actually, they just signed Antoine Griezmann. So <laughs> what is what is Sporting KC now? I don't even know. I don't know that it's Antoine Griezmann or not, but I'm just that that is a, the a logical connection people are making. Uh, so so here's here's where it gets interesting. So timing kind of lined up perfectly for this in some ways. Ronaldo was out of contract. The World Cup's coming to Kansas City next. So 
there's a lot of spotlight on Kansas City. We got the new airport opening up, so Ronaldo wouldn't have to come through trash ass MCI as it currently st- stands. <laughs> um, but Peter Vermees was quoted as saying, Does this mean we're going to take more chances? The answer is yes. Oh boy. But obviously, uh, the situations have to make sense for both the on field and the off field aspects of that acquisition. In this situation, there's the soccer side and there's the commercial side. When you go after that player, you know he's going to give you something on the field and you obviously pay for that, but you also know that off the field, he's also paying you back. That's why you can go after a player like that. That's why each of these deals is a case-by-case basis. It's not one wand that covers all. So that last part from Peter Vermees himself makes me think this does not necessarily mean that every time a major European star wants to come to MLS, Sporting Kansas City are going to be there offering $75 million per year packages between salary and commercial because they're evaluating these on a case-by-case basis. If Olivier Giroud comes, maybe Sporting Kansas City is interested, but does Olivier Giroud present the same sort of marketing potential that Cristiano Ronaldo does? I don't know if he does or not. So it's... I'm sort of left thinking, okay... SKC have this arrow in their quiver, for lack of a better phrase, where they can start to pull or try to pull things like this off. But I don't think this is going to become an LAFC, Inter-Miami, NYCFC type splash cash for every star that wants to come over type club. And my fear is that too many fans are going to think, oh, that's what the future of this club could be now. No, I don't think that. It, well, I guess I can only speak personally, but I think that uh, that's not my expectation. But I do feel like, oh, we we could have a little fun. We could we we could make a little news things sure. we're not used to making, where we we celebrate signings and have to kind of dig up, uh, you know, what they've done in mm-hmm. their clubs. Like they're not these household names, and it's mm-hmm. like wait, we were going to sign like a household name? Mm-hmm. Someone with like one of the top selling jerseys with his name ever. on the back ever? Like, that's weird. And mm-hmm. if that's, people now know if Ronaldo was close to this, then other players are like, yeah, I'll listen. I'll take a meeting. It does. And this is why I was saying this might be the best case scenario. I don't think Ronaldo's a good teammate. I don't know how he would jive with Peter Vermees. I, I can't imagine that this ends with there, – there's a very high probability, I think, that Cristiano Ronaldo on Sporting Kansas City would end in some sort of a disaster. I mean, Zlatan I so. had open disdain for all of his teammates when he was here. I don't think Zlatan, Ronaldo would be that different. Zlatan was not coached. He, he They tolerated him. The coach was like, nah, you know, do whatever you want. I feel like that's what Ronaldo would have been like. Peter would not have coached Cristiano. He would have had to coexist with Cristiano. And and that's where it's interesting to me because I don't think that's Peter's personality. And I, yeah. I can't help but wonder if Peter would try to coach Cristiano and Cristiano wouldn't just... There would be no kisses between Peter and Cristiano. I can tell you no that. No kisses. He he would be, you know, if he tried to coach him, Ronaldo would be like, yep, yep, you got it. And then go on doing his own thing. Um, that just, that's Ronaldo one-on-one. Right. But, you know, it could be that even though I don't think this is going to suddenly be like, this is the line of demarcation and suddenly Sporting Kansas City is going to have a $30 million payroll every year or whatnot. Peter does end saying, 
We're heavily involved in trying to get the World Cup to Kansas City, and there's more to it than that. Our objective is to continue to raise the profile of sport in Kansas City and also Kansas City as a soccer city. For us to do that, we can't stay within the bookends. We have to expand out of that, and there's going to be different ways we do that. One of those ways is going to be going after higher profile players as long as those situations fit with us. So who knows? Maybe this is something they have talked about and they were waiting for the right time to take their shot. Felt like this was it. Now that Pandora's box is open. So they're going to be in those conversations more. I still, like I said, don't think it's going to be, you know, Gareth Bale comes to LAFC. We're going to be on the LAFC level, but Sporting Kansas so weird, City man. are now in that, if they're not that tier one conversation, they're sort of that tier one B conversation in terms of, of major league soccer clubs that can draw European interest. Well, we are actively pursuing Peter Vermees to come on this show. Mm-hmm. Actively. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it can happen. And in that same vein uh, of Sporting KC taking their shot, we've always taken our shot. We're like, why the hell not? Make, mm-hmm. make people tell you no right yeah and i dude is this something we go into with peter and just kind of break this down i think you have to i mean i think we definitely would have to ask him about it i don't know how much more he would elaborate beyond what he already told sam no right but then we're also gonna have we're gonna have tucker pull up the clip of the uh agata kiss and we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna have to break that down this is the big the smooch heard around the world play play by play yeah (laughs) and then the slip and fall no, I don't know if we should talk about that. <laughs> that might um, be a no-no. <laughs> but this is, I will be fascinated to see over, and I don't think this, we'll see what happens with whatever this current European star is. It doesn't necessarily mean it's this one, though. It could be the summer window after the, the European season's end. Um, but I will be fascinated to see over the next one to three years, how sporting Kansas City's player acquisition strategies strategies change if they do based on this moment with Cristiano Ronaldo. We'll I mean, see. It's exciting, man. It's very exciting. I think um, how a lot of people view, whether right or wrong, how a lot of people view Forting, sporting Kansas City is different now than it was a week ago. Very much so. Apparently uh, we just the made. World. We made world news, mm-hmm. which is not something that happens very often. So, yep. Um, so we'll see. Before you, yeah, we'll see. But uh, I'll tell you, you before you about to segue to something right now. I was, but if you have something else you want to say on well, Ronaldo, go for it. Nothing there, but I was going to say we uh, went to the Kansas City Comets game mm. last week. Um, first time, first time uh, attendees. Either of us, yeah. That. Uh, uh, and and I'm a fan now. Very I mean, fun. I, I don't. Yeah, it, it it hooked me a little bit. It's it's different, mm-hmm. y'all. If you think indoor soccer, and it's like mm, think think basketball, really, because like clock stops and the ball goes out of bounds. Sure, um, which isn't often because they play often. on basically a hockey arena with glass yeah. behind the goal, right behind the goal, kind of in the corner kick mm-hmm. area. So there's no no corner kicks. Um, goalies really got to be on there. Oof. on their game it's we watched one go into overtime so it was you know a golden goal situation yeah uh that you don't want to then you got the blue cards i mean i was getting a little <laughs> ridiculous by the way did you hear me yelling at the ref a little bit i was like blew yeah. him up blew him up baby <laughs> there's the blue cards and then there's a blue and yellow combined card which is apparently oh, a serious that? foul that's a, that was the seven minute there's a penalty box like hockey I'm trying to so put them together so it should be a green card blue and yellow 
it's we green. were a couple of idiots because at one point a player came on and was playing and there was an extra player and he was in a different color jersey and we were like what is happening what is this weird indoor soccer rule where Buddy. a libero or whoever can just come off the bench <laughs> and suddenly you have an extra player until we realized oh they pulled the goalkeeper they pulled the goalie and put oh. in a, a guy with a goalkeeper shirt on who was a field player I, we weren't even drinking jimmy and i felt no. like we were just drunk idiots we're like who's this guy <laughs> i mean the game is so fast yeah there, there's constant plays, line dude. shifts their coach plays he's a player coach there's line shifts like hockey it's i mean people who have gone to comments games are probably like yes of course you idiots this is what indoor soccer is exactly but i love to see the big boys out there the guys that aren't super like thin oof. and muscular you got some guys with a little belly on them i'm like look at you go get it i mean it's it's a very cool experience very family friendly a lot yeah. of kids there something they, that's cool yeah Go for well, it. they score and mm-hmm. they sign a little mini soccer ball exactly. and chuck that bitch into the stadium. It's freaking you, you just want it. You want right. it. You don't care who it's from. You just want to catch that thing. And you They're... caught an actual soccer ball. I did. You I caught an actual that. soccer ball. I didn't. I wasn't allowed to keep it, but I had to throw it back. I should have pretended to sign it and throw it back into <laughs> the arena. Signed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, They're also constantly playing like electronic, you know, EDM music. Basically, oh. it's like a laser tag arena. It so. was a laser tag. I was like, are we playing paintball right now or something? Like, it, I was into it, dude. It's I couldn't fun. hear anything. It's fun. If you haven't been, go check it out. You can watch the games on Twitch. Um, Great it, streams. It's free. So go check it out. It's a fun time. Tick- you can take tickets for like four bucks, or you can get spend like 30 bucks and sit like third row center court. So yeah. it's a good time. 100%. You said there's some for four bucks? When I looked, it was like four bucks after fees. It was up to seven bucks. And there's no bad seat in the place. Right. Cable Dahmer Arena is not very big. Yeah, it's tough to not watch behind some kind of glass. Like that's just obviously behind the bench. uh, I think those are more expensive seats. Probably. Uh, But behind the penalty area where we were, where they got to go have a timeout. There was almost a a foul. One of the Comets assistant oh, yeah. coaches got oh, yeah. off the bench and he was taking off his blazer. He was about to throw hands and he yep. was screaming at somebody on the, the Monterey team. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, it was, it was, he's wild. like, I can't possibly throw punches with this blazer on. It was, <laughs> it was serious, dude. And I was paying attention. You were like, guys, guys, fight. <laughs> it was, it was fun. So definitely recommend heading out to the Casey Comets if you have oh, not I'm yet going had back a chance for sure. To do so. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. Entertain, educate, inform, KC Sports Network. Let's talk a little MLS here, just real quick, before we get to this U.S. soccer controversy. Um, Dan, uh, one of our our former fan favorites, um, a, a former sporting Kansas City player, is on the move. Have you heard about this? I have heard of this. The our our buddy is this Le- how he dances. <laughs> part our, of it. Our buddy Latif Blessing, uh, who was stolen from us in the middle of the stolen night from us, man. Robbed from Sporting Kansas City in in the expansion draft when LAFC joined the league, and we got fifty thousand in allocation money for him. Uh, he 50, was acquired. Thousand. Mm-hmm. And and he had only been with SKC for for one year he he looked at peter vermees like a father like yeah. I, I was so sad we snapchatted back and forth it was a thing that happened he had many ears on on the filter and, and we had it felt like we had a relationship there was a relationship um, you could probably hit him up now and be like you know we, we miss you <laughs> 
he is on the move to the New England Revolution. LAFC will receive up to $700,000 in general allocation money. It uh, starts with 400000 guaranteed, and it could be up to an additional 300000 in conditional allocation money. Uh, he just won MLS Cup with another former SKC fan favorite and podcast friend, Ilya Sanchez. Yeah. But LAFC sending Latif blessing. We can't go save Latif now from LA. We got to go. To, he's with Bruce Arena now in New England. So we'll get down there. We'll get him. <laughs> bring him operation to bring, yep. bring him back from New England. Yep. So shout out to Latif blessing. You should snap him. See if he snaps you back. Make that a. <laughs> why the hell not? Would. I still. Why the hell not? I still have the videos he sent me saved, and and it's very like very funny. I it's, don't understand how this happened, but you sent that to me, and you go, <laughs> "Why is this happening right now?" I was like, "He sent that to you." You're like, "Yeah, I think we're best friends." Personally, <laughs> send it to me. Yeah. So, I don't. I don't know. Very weird situation, but very funny. Um. <laughs> The the other big thing we want to talk Hold about. On. Sorry, did he no. have a shirt off too? In one of them, he, in, he was in many ears and was shirtless. And I was like, this is this is oddly sexual, but that we'll we'll move past it. Might be a thing that happened. Yeah, I'm not sure why, <laughs> but it did. Again, he's like was, your move, Mickey. <laughs> I think it was something like he had put something up about being you know transferred to to L.A. And I sent a message to something like, oh, we're gonna miss you. And then I got that back. Oh, so. Yeah. He's and like, he was like, miss Let's me go now. to Disney. <laughs> yeah. Um, the last thing we want to talk about in, in this episode, I guess, is this very strange and confusing situation um, with U.S. soccer and uh, current slash former head coach Greg Baralter. The reason I say slash former is because technically Baralter and all the staff's contracts ended on December 31st. So they currently do not have a contract with U.S. soccer. Um, but and he won't be running the camp coming well, up. Well, we don't know for sure, but we'll see. So, uh 1:45 central time on January 3rd. I'm I'm going to buzz through this statement. US Soccer sent out a tweet that says statement from US Soccer regarding yeah, US head coach Greg Berhalter. Nobody knew anything about this. Nobody like this was totally out of the blue. Everybody's like what in the world? At first when I saw this, I was like, "Oh, okay, officially they're moving on." Um this is what he says. Upon learning of the allegation against U.S. men's national team head coach Greg Berhalter on December 11th, 2022, U.S. soccer immediately hired a law firm to conduct an independent investigation into the matter. Uh, they talk about who does the investigation. Through this process, U.S. has U.S. soccer has learned about a potential inappropriate behavior toward multiple members of our staff by individuals outside of our organization. We take such behavior seriously and have expanded our investigation to include those allegations. Okay, so that's the first weird part because we shifted pretty quickly from something Greg Berhalter was doing to somebody outside of U.S. soccer is in some way potentially conducting inappropriate behavior toward staff members. Right. So already this is weird and confusing. Very. I'm like, who who asked for this statement? Was was something going on? Like, was something announced? Well, because at first, my first thought was as I'm reading this and I had to reread it three times, I was like, was Greg Berhalter abusive to multiple members of the staff? No, that's not what it says. Somebody outside yeah. U.S. soccer. Okay. Then it continues. We appreciate Greg and Rosalind coming forward to speak openly about this incident. Consistent with our commitment to transparency, we will share the results of the investigation publicly when it is complete. U.S. soccer condemns violence of any kind and takes such allegations very seriously. 
So at this point, I'm even more confused because I'm like, wait, somebody outside U.S. soccer is doing something inappropriate toward people inside U.S. soccer, but Greg and his wife are speaking openly about the incident and they're condemning violence. It's all very confusing. They go on to say, to end the uh, statement, last month U.S. soccer launched a full technical review of our men's national team program. With the review and investigation ongoing, U.S. soccer will announce who will lead the January men's national team camp in the coming days. So, all very confusing. And then you see Greg Bearhalter had... uh, just minutes before tweeted out a very long statement that basically the too long didn't read is in 1991 when he and his now wife Rosalind were both 18 they were dating four months into dating an incident happened where they were drinking at a local bar they got into an argument and he says it became physical and I kicked her in the legs so apparently um soccer players man he apologized. She didn't want anything to do with him. Authorities were never involved. He says that has never been repeated. Um, they eventually, months later, reconciled. He says that this, they were open about this with their families. Um, and since then, they have been married for 25 years, have some kids, and this is now 31 years later. Um, apparently, so, what happened? Okay was some anonymous individual, at least anonymous to us, we don't know if U.S. Soccer knows who it is or not, contacted U.S. Soccer and said that they had some information that would destroy Greg Berhalter's reputation and relationship with U.S. Soccer and and essentially threatened to blackmail them, I guess. Um, And nobody knew about this, but now it seems that for whatever reason now, U.S. Soccer and Greg Bearhalter felt the need to make this public, which makes me wonder if this person threatened to pull put this information out publicly. They said it would, quote, take him down. This is all, I mean, I don't even understand what's happening here, really. Take him down. First of all, not anyone's story to share. No. Except for the woman who was kicked in the shins, which, right? come on, Greg, you kicked her? Like, of course you did, you soccer player, motherfucker. But I feel that they're together. That's their story to share. Uh, mm-hmm. 1991, nothing's on video, so I don't know who has this information to go. It, it could be Dana White, which is out there. Like, oh, of course, God. Dana White slaps his wife. Like, why wouldn't he? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Everyone's just hitting their women. It's, yeah, it's cool do now. That. Don't no, you want to be don't cool? Do I feel that. that this is not... <sighs> anyone's story to tell how do you go to someone and be like i have information at that point isn't it just word of mouth what do you have it on your high eight camcorder from 91 so that's what's weird and we're not going to get into the speculation of who did this or what because there's all over twitter that sort of speculation but here's what i don't understand i i mean obviously disclaimer any sort of domestic violence spousal violence partner violence any sort of violence against uh, anybody totally denounced you know whatever um not whatever like it's serious matter but like that's (laughs) whatever that's that's something that like i think should be said but i also would hope at this point people would know that like we're we're not here for that and and we we hold we hold people to to high account for their behaviors having said that this was 31 years ago in the fall of 1991 we're not excusing the behavior but 
this was a matter between these two people. Authorities were never involved. And apparently they found it within themselves to reconcile, work yeah. through their problems, forgive each other, and, uh, and have been together for 25 years and are still married to this day. And they say as a loving right. and devoted relationship, we have no reason to expect otherwise. As you said, this is nobody's business except for those two. And if they were able to find it within themselves to be able to move past and build on that relationship, make it better and create hopefully a very happy and healthy life together with for them and their children, then this is pretty despicable that someone thought they could use this information to extort or blackmail or whatever U.S. soccer or Greg Bearhalter to get him fired because they don't like him for whatever reason. Uh, isn't it a small circle though? Probably like when that incident happened, I'm sure you only a handful of people know about it. So Greg Berhalter and, and his spouse could very easily be like, mm, pretty sure I know who it is. Like I mean, it's possible. And maybe they have their, who knows there's an investigation ongoing and, and whoever this person or this group of people was that did this, um, Apparently, they acted very inappropriately and potentially abusively toward multiple members of U.S. soccer. Um, probably not just Greg, but his wife and his family as well, because this is not something that just Greg now is going through. But you know, perhaps more importantly, his wife is having to relive this, something that she thought was put behind them 30-plus years ago. His kids might be having to relive this now if they knew. Hopefully they did. And so, I, maybe, I, I don't know. Maybe they didn't have to know. But what did this person want? Like money? I guess Greg to get fired or money or something. Um, oh, so it's an England fan. It's I don't I don't know who this is, but it's it's all very strange. And I hope that whoever did this needs to get some serious help. Get a if life. You're, if maybe? you're on here defending that Greg should be fired because of something like this. There are plenty of credible reasons to look at Greg Bearhalter and the performance of the U S men's national team and say they should move on. I don't think this is one of them. I mean, uh, if he's still kicking women, then let's have a conversation, but sure, I don't but uh, believe that's happening. Indications that's not happening. This is just a, um, a very strange situation. I, I, my first hope is that Greg's wife and, and his family don't have to, be too traumatized or go through this too much. Um, and then for Greg and the, um, the staff members who are apparently inappropriately abused by whoever this person is, this is just very stupid. And it feels like only us soccer. Like, I don't understand. It's not even a good blackmail. Like, uh, blackmail nowadays unless it's something super spicy are you about to be like back in my day blackmail was like... <laughs> no if it's super spicy then oh shit it's blackmail but nowadays it's like pay me money or i'll release your wiener pics and it's like whatever release them <laughs> <laughs> like what are you doing it's 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 not good looking it's uh it's pretty ugly wiener so put it out there i don't care <laughs> so uh... it's just like i don't know what what this is what this is the blackmail you come with in in 1991. He kicked this woman in the shins. Like, yeah. well, okay, that's not great, but I'm sure it's he's not getting fired for this. It's it's all very stupid, and and I hope that they have, you know, like I said, Greg and his wife and family have moved on and become happier yeah. and healthier people. Um, I hope she got to kick him back. She's like, no, no, <laughs> we'll reconcile, but I get one from the penalty spot right now. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's very strange. So, um, what a bad blackmailer. That's what it is. It's unfortunate that we're even talking about this. Um, 
not that we want him to be or her to be a good blackmailer, but this is all. If you're going to be something, be the best is all I'm saying. You know, if that's what you're going to be, be better. It's very strange, but I just see if I can't make you uncomfortable on the first week of the year. So, yeah, there you go. By the way, happy new year, people. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Very strange, but it wouldn't be. Oh we, and, and so now we don't know. We didn't know if Greg was going to come back and coach the U.S. men's national team anyway. There is a January camp coming up. If, if they're going to bring in a different coach, I guess now would be the time to bring it. We're probably not going to get a new full-time coach if Greg doesn't come back. They'd have to bring in an interim coach and hopefully by the summer have a full-time coach. Um, but all very strange. Very, yeah. very strange. Weird time for U.S. soccer. Maybe by this time next week we'll know a little bit more. So we shall uh, see. Weird time for, for soccer news in general. I, I never thought we'd talk about this and Ronaldo in the same podcast. So It is very strange. It's very weird. So um, do you have anything else you want to talk about tonight, or, or, or is that about it? Uh, are you a New Year's resolution guy? Do you do anything? Um, do you I'm not an ex- explicit New Year's re- resolution guy. Um, you know, I, I am – I'm trying to, well, I guess I'm, I, there are a couple things I'm going to try to do and, and it, you know, I guess I'm taking advantage of the new year to try to do it. They're not necessarily resolutions per se, but I'm really bad about drinking an adequate amount of water. So I'm trying to, I saw one of my coworkers has one of those water bottles. That's like, you know, has like time markers on it. Uh-huh. So it's like every hour try to drink past this and then refill it. So then you do it again. So I'm like, okay, mate, something like that, that can just be like a visual reminder. Hey, keep drinking it. Uh, and then get back to hitting the the gym in some way a few times a week, but yeah, for sure the cliche stuff. <laughs> so right how about on, you? Man. Uh, you know, I kind of I nothing really that I don't always already do. Uh, I do want to cut down on my like my snacking. You know, I want to I want to more or less uh, treat myself like once a week, not like a whole day, but like one meal. Sure. Uh, instead of like four times a week, because I will just I'll pour myself a bowl of Chex Mix and I'll just cannonball that puppy <laughs> and I'll feel like shit mentally and physically. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable. Um, but I want to, uh, you know, I've gotten into uh, some bar workouts and some Pilates okay. workouts. There you go. Bar is insane, mm-hmm. buddy. Uh, I got that ballerina booty going on and it is, <laughs> it is serious. Okay. Uh, it hurts and it's tight. Well, there you go. <laughs> Yeah. Good time. <laughs> um, the only other thing I guess I was going to say, shifting gears just real quick, maybe slightly more serious, I don't know. But, I mean, um, in, in the soccer world, was it last year, two years ago, there was an incident with Christian Erickson where he had a cardiac event on the field and fell yeah. down. We're not a football podcast, but I'm sure many of the Chiefs fans that are listening were watching the Bills-Bengals game on Monday night because uh, it had severe implications for the Chiefs playoff seating. Uh, and and many of us saw the, the horrible scenes that we saw. So just hope that uh, DeMar Hamlin, the Bills player, makes a, a, a recovery. Um, you know, he's apparently, as of this recording, still in the hospital, um, you know, still sedated and not a ventilator. So hopefully by the time you're listening to this, we have better news. But sending good thoughts, vibes, whatever, right. whatever you believe in to, to him and his family. Never, it, it's scary. You, you watch professional sports as a fan and, and you, you know that there's always the risk of injury. We've seen torn ACLs. We've seen heartbreaking moments where, you know, how ah, that might be a player's career. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that you ever think about potentially watching a player literally die. And right. that reality came to a head for, I think many of us watching that game on Monday night. So, yeah. 
And and since it, you know, since that caused the stoppage, I I, I hear they're going to have to forfeit to the Bengals and, uh, you know, go Chiefs and stuff. I don't think that's exactly what's happening at all. So is that not? We're not, is that no, not? no, that's not what's all right. No. All right. I'll, I'll um, figure that they, as a thing. They don't know when they're going to have to restart the game or replay it or whatnot. It's not going to be this week, they said. They but, won't. What are you going to play it during the Pro Bowl or some shit? I mean, they might have to shift the whole schedule, they said. I know we're not a Chiefs podcast, but they, we don't lot. know what they're going to they do. They said that? Like they could shift the Super Bowl? Well, there's a week between the conference championships and the Super Bowl already. Like as that's a, a, that's a very important Pro Bowl. Well, the Pro Bowl's different this year anyway. It's, it's like flag football or something. That's, that's super so, important. All I wanted to say was just, you know, as a sports podcast and 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 knowing a number of our listeners were probably also watching that watching that game and, and since something similar-ish, we don't exactly know, but it happened in soccer recently. Just hope that he's doing well and can make a, a full recovery. So... I think that's uh that's about it but sounds good to me man so uh thank you all so much for listening if you uh have not yet left your five star rating and review please go ahead and make sure you do so on apple Podcasts or spotify make sure you follow us on twitter and instagram at no other pod at dan Couser at jc mac zero three and uh shoot us an email no other pod at gmail.com but until next time he's dan i'm jimmy we'll catch y'all later see ya Ronaldo, made in KC. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform KC Sports Network.